Yeah, homesteading. <laughs> it sucks. Brittany and I are slowly getting that way, but he's like doomsday homesteader now. End is nigh type thing. Mm-hmm. That's a little stale. Stale? Huh? You say that's stale? Yeah, which is to be expected when you get a coffee at McDonald's at well, uh, Why don't you o'clock. just get a frappe? Huh? I don't like frappe. Well, I don't know. Are they good at McDonald's? Yeah, I like them. The caramel fraps. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Addison, who is the founder founder of Tripod Network. We're a proud show. This is Give That Some Thought. Uh, I'm Aaron, and Rick and Brett are here with me. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Uh, Shout out to our network hosts, Tripod Broadcasting. Yeah, homesteading. (laughs) It sucks. Life's about yachts. Chickens and vegetables. (laughs) Life's about wearing fancy clothes and having fancy things. And going golfing. Going golfing, whatever you want at the finest courses. (laughs) Hmm. I like chickens. We're actually trying to convert that shed over there by the garage. I'm actually asking your dad to come over one of these days to help me pick my brain on how to accomplish what I need to. I have a vision. Turn into a chicken coop. Yeah, it's gonna be like a half chicken coop, like where you walk into those doors Mm -hmm. and the lay boxes are right there. So just get your eggs. Just get the eggs and go. My dad's always had a uh, what's the term? I can't think. Propensity. No, that's too big of a word. Why can't I think? Ignore me. And, uh, Let me ponder for a moment. Like a, uh, think of this basic word. <laughs> Just keep talking. Are you saying like in the terms of like he's always enjoyed it or he's always had like a no an ease of taking care of chickens? <laughs> Affinity. Affinity, yeah. No. Why can't I think of this word? <laughs> it's so simple. Describe it. I guess Hobby I'll, farmer. <laughs> guess I'll cut all that out. Oh my gosh! Start, I told you. It's... Start the show now. <laughs> he is a hobby chicken farmer. He has. He's always had a little chicken farm my entire life. Yeah. Most of it. Now he gets eggs out of it, right? Yeah, he does. And then when they get too stale, they quit laying. Then he sells them off. Oh, he doesn't have them butchered. No, see, when they get that old, they're not worth eating. Ah, uh, okay. Just get rid of them. You sell them off to what? Tyson? To somebody who wants to butcher them, I guess. Mm. Turn them into chicken noodle soup. That's what they go to. <laughs> it's good for Campbell. the souls. I asked uh, Cole if they slaughter chickens this year, then let me observe the process because something I want to learn. Yeah, we haven't... Dad and I haven't done meat chickens in a while. Or yeah. Dad, I participated. Cole said you guys went out there to butcher them. We had a couple of years in a row. We went out there and. Thanks we, for the invite. Oh, I didn't know you had any interest. See, we always we had a process. Oh, no, had, who doesn't want to hang out with friends and? Thanks for the duck hunt invite. Murder, didn't you have any duck hunted already this hey, year? We don't get these reservations, Aaron. <laughs> we never get reservations. It's always Corey. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't got a reservation in six years. Yeah, I haven't either. So I was going to go in the process, but it's probably too graphic for a Star Wars. No, podcast. it's not. 
everybody should know how we take care of business. <laughs> Livestock. Yeah. So you fatten up these chickens for about a couple months. After 12 weeks. Yeah. Usually. Corners hens. Or corners cross. Corners cross. Yeah. yeah. So we fatten them up. Then they are beheaded. You know, they, they, they say the more, the better way of doing it is to actually put them in a slaughter tunnel, funnel. It's like those upside down funnels. You just put them in upside down. Their head pops up at the end and just slit their throat, bleed them out <laughs> instead of. Well, I mean, they still bleed out, though, when you cut their head off. You hang them upside down when you do it? Yeah. You uh, hold them up by their feet and their wings flap and the mm. blood All right, continue up. your, uh, it's a very so, interesting process. So then we have a, a cauldron out there. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. And we have, it's sitting on a fire, and the water's boiling hot. Dip the bird in there and scald it. About 30 seconds or a minute, yeah. or something like that, yeah. Pull it out, and then you put it in a defeathering Call machine. Call it plucker. Yeah, it just beats the tar of the bird, really, and all the feathers are just flying everywhere. And then it goes to what I was doing, and that's the gutting. So Dad and I, we were the guts. So we would... We'd, whatever feathers were left, we'd pluck them out. And then he and I would split underneath by like their feet between mm-hmm. their butt and their belly, I guess. Just. And then uh, cut it in kind of in a V shape. And yeah, and but you have to be careful. Behind the liver, I think it's behind the liver, there's this green sack filled with vile. And if you hit the. Bile? Bile. I, yeah. You call it vile. vile. It's very vile. That's why I call it. <laughs> so it's bile that's very vile. And if you puncture that sucker, that's nasty. So you have to know where that is. It's been a few years since I cleaned one out, so I'd have to... We also had to cut the leg, the feet off by the, on, at the joint to get that perfect drumstick. Mm. <laughs> Aaron's like, oh, 10 seconds. Now, did uh, you do whole chicken, or did you cut them off and... No, we were doing whole chicken. Okay. The women may cut cut them in quarters later. Okay, but and then you then you chill them. Right? Yeah, they went in the cooler. Yeah, yeah. they chill them. And if we decided to cut, you'd pick birds that you wanted whole chicken to do like rotisserie, and then mm-hmm. other birds that you decided you'd, you'd take the wings off and the legs and yeah. breast them out. And I've been watching a lot of videos on it lately. It's pretty cool. And but yeah, Aaron, you look bored. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay, back to... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an outdoorsman, so I can talk hunting, fishing, slaughtering chickens all day. But you don't want chickens yourself, or do you, at some point? Not in my little subdivision area. There's no way I'd have chickens. Well, why not? you got room in the back. If I want eggs, i just go to Dad and be like, yo. But how many does he usually... He gets about four new eggs a day. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Depending yeah. on how good his chickens are, his hens are getting a little older, so he's probably about ready to to uh, get new new batch, new batch, yeah, get some new blood in there. Bon Oh, rest in peace, Bon Quigui. For for a day, that's uh, one for breakfast and three for the cookies that you make. And the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they uh, they actually come up, they pile up quick. You know. Yeah, they, he offers us. Eggs a bunch of times during the year. Yeah. It's like we have more than we can eat. So he doesn't have to buy eggs then. No, I mean it's by the feed and that's, you're right. You know, but that's not that expensive. But they're farm right? fresh eggs. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the difference? Yeah, yeah, you can. They're they're good. They're also the brown eggs. They're bigger. Yeah, 
big brown eggs instead of the white ones. The only problem with farm fresh eggs, I guess, I don't know if it's because they're fresh or if it's just a brown egg in general, but they're not good for like eating a boiled egg because when you peel them, it rips the uh, the white of the egg mm. really easy, and oh, they're not yeah. good for like making deviled eggs for the same reason. And tears up that egg, so you can't get just underneath the membrane and pull it off. It's something it's, to do it's, with yeah, the, it's it's different. I don't is know if it it's diet, the freshness think? or or that brown egg? Yeah. We just lost all of our listeners. <laughs> but I do have a funny story that's related to the topic we're discussing currently. Go ahead. So when I worked at a youth facility in a more city-type area. In St. Charles? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if we should. I guess it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, St. Charles, Missouri, which is, to me, the city. Of course, I got laughed at. It's like Aaron is laughing. But when you grow up in a rural area like me, anything that has, like, two McDonald's in the same town, neighborhood, city. Troy has two, don't they? No, no it's got McDonald's. one. Oh, they don't? Oh, but God. where I grew up, we had no McDonald's, so we had to travel to Troy. That was going into town. <laughs> so there was a guy kind of asking me similar questions. He knew that, you know, growing up, my dad raised chickens and I helped him out. He was asking me how to get started. And he was from St. Louis, so he's from, like, the actual city. And he was asking me different questions. And, you know, there was three of us on working that day. And it was midnight. I was on a night shift. So we're just sitting there boring. She's eating her meal that she cooked in the microwave. (laughs) She's listening to us talk about chickens. And I got to the part where he asked me, he's like, so what about butchering them? And I was explaining how we did that. And she overheard that, and she was like, you kill the chickens. <laughs> and I was, I kind of looked at her, and I kid you not, she was literally eating fried chicken tenders. Like, Did you say that? She, yeah, I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? I would get it if you were like some kind of crazed vegan or something, but... If you're going to stuff your face with chicken tenders, don't get mad at the person who killed the chicken to provide that to you. But also did it in a humane way compared to Tyson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know where she got them, but I'm like, you're eating chicken, right? I pointed out to her, I'm like, you are literally eating chicken right now. I was like, somebody had to kill that bird in order for you to eat it. She's like, oh, I guess I just never really thought it that way. Yeah, obviously. People are dumb. Yeah, they are. Yep. They are. So what's on the docket tonight? Tonight we have two topics. We're back to Star Wars. Uh, what did we talk about last time? Was Boba Fett going on then? Mm, yeah, it was, but we didn't talk about Oh, Spider-Man. That was our yeah, last Yeah, that's one. right. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. It wasn't that I long ago. About that. We're actually, I think that was back in January, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So here we are in March. Or was it January or was it February? No, I think it was January. Yeah, because I get the... Um, it was January. I get a monthly yeah. email from Google that plots, you know, here's where all you went this past month, and Troy didn't show up like it usually uh, does. So, yeah, didn't come out here in February. Interesting. Yep. Uh, so, uh, two things tonight. I want to lead off with the Kenobi teaser, which mm. dropped today, uh, which is March, what's today? The 9th, right? March 9th. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we'll see when this episode actually drops, um, hopefully over the over the weekend. But anyway, the teaser dropped today, March 9th. We're talking about it tonight. And then we'll talk about the book of Boba Fett. Um, all 
We talking about the finale Six episodes. No, we're gonna talk about the six. Uh, the whole, yeah, the whole, se- the whole. Well, the book of season. Boba Fett was three and a half episodes. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so Kenobi t- teaser came today. Wasn't expecting it. Uh, it is a teaser. It so was more than a teaser to me. It was it's, like a, a, it's a teaser trailer. You're right. It's, uh, I was uh, expecting like a uh, ten second. Yeah. Like a shadow of his face or something. You're right. You know, and the fine. logo and yeah. like Kenobi coming and yeah. hey, hey, well, twenty twenty two. So yeah, it is a teaser trailer, but it's a teaser in that it sometimes a trailer in, in a lot of the cases, a full trailer gives you some sense of the story and gives you some dialogue and stuff. And this mm-hmm. teasers don't give you a whole like a whole lot of that. Like the Lord of the Rings uh Super Bowl teaser. That was a teaser too. Yeah, stupid. No like no dialogue. Just You're some quick shots. Very so uh, what? I wasn't a big fan of the oh. teaser for the for the Lord of the Rings. No, it was okay. It, it was, was too CGI. It was mediocre. It's, it's gonna be like CGI. it's gonna be like Hobbit. I can't. Mm. Oh, well, I enjoyed the Hobbit. We ought to talk about that. But not, I mean, it was not okay. tonight. <laughs> um, I'm actually watching through uh, Battle of the Five Armies again. I was. That's not. That's the third one, right? Yeah. I was watching the first one a couple weeks ago. I got past the. Right, right when they got done with the trolls. The first one is so good. I think it's good. It's, yeah, it's it's the most Lord of the Rings esque. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, since we're slightly on this topic, and I know we need to move on, but I watch all three movies. The first one's a bore and a chore. No, hated, hated it. The second one was just as bad until the dragon. They finally got to the dragon. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Hobbit. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about Lord of the Rings. I well, they're would... all terrible. There's no redeeming qualities for any of those movies. Okay, you're uh, off the show. <laughs> okay, for one. No. That's a discussion for another uh, time. Wings and rings, baby. Wings. Dragon was great. Okay, why is the first one boring? Because un- I don't remember anything about it. I remember they're walking for three hours. They found think? a troll and they killed it with the sunlight. There was three, three trolls. Um, and then Ganondorf, or whatever his name is, got <laughs> stuck in a tower. Some eagles saved him or something. Okay, that that's, was in. That's the fellowship. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's the the second one. What? Isn't it the second one where he's on top of the... Of Orthanc? That's fellowship. With Saruman? Yeah, that's fellowship. No, it is in The mm-hmm. Hobbit. Yeah. It's Helm's Deep. Deep. No. The first time he calls the eagles in the chronologically is in The Hobbit. Oh, because he it's falls off of... Uh, he, fell, he, he goes he to fights Saruman the, bell, the, to the Belgo or whatever. The Balrog. That thing. Okay, you guys both need and to And then the third your... movie. Hey, you know me. I love The Hobbit. The... They kill the dragon in like two seconds. And I'm like, oh, this is stupid. What? Wait, the whole time. What are you talking about? When the dragon flies to Lake Town? Yeah, they killed him. Like, they shot him with an arrow. And it was a there. good 20 minutes. Or... <laughs> yeah, she should Well, they had to back. move on. Okay, let's make a disclaimer. I love chrono- chronology for all these series. I just can't. I have to. I focus on one and then I forget the other. It's hard for me to keep up with all the the lore, but I do love the lore. But anyway, this is not a Hobbit nor Lord of the Rings right, discussion. No, back. it wasn't. But I, I'll just take issue that you found the first Hobbit to be boring and and unforgettable because, because of all that happened in it. Which is what <laughs> the trolls, obviously the the White Council at Rivendell, mm-hmm. the the what the when Ga- Gandalf and uh, Galadriel, Elrond, and Saruman all talk about the the, ri- the rising shadow, mm. um, then the dwarves get into trouble in the Misty Mountains in the with the gob- in Goblin Town. 
Yeah, that was so stupid. It's so it was stupid because everything was so badly done with the CGI. Yeah, I know, but it was still a, a pretty good spectacle. I just remember Gandalf. Didn't he kill the Goblin King or something? Yeah, he killed the Goblin King. Um, the five armies was the worst of the three. No, I would disagree with. Oh boy, what are we going? What are we here? Everything wrong with the Hobbit. All right, let's <laughs> let's take a quick break, Rick. Pause the recording. All right. All right, we're back. Uh, we took a quick break to view everything, the YouTube video, everything wrong with The Hobbit, the first one. And There's a lot of things wrong. There's with the a lot of things wrong, but some of those, as that guy does, really nitpicks at some of it. <laughs> that's a bad way to store bread. Yeah, that's not a sin. That's just. I'd love to talk about The Hobbit all night, but let's talk about the Kenobi teaser. Let's do it. Um, so Kenobi drops on May something. 25th. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's looking really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think Disney has a lot riding on the show as pretty much their flagship live action show. Um, they have a hit with Mandalorian, obviously. This one has the potential to be better than Mandalorian. Um, it's got a lot of nostalgia, that's why. It has a lot of nostalgia. It's going to fill in some stuff um, that we have never seen with Obi-Wan being on Tatooine and what he's been up to for the 20-odd years after the end of Revenge of the Sith until A New Hope. I think it's going to be pretty dark, but not in a depressing, despondent kind of way, but in a just uh, a, a realistic, there's going to be, there's going to be consequences. There's going to be, there's going to be bloodshed kind of a way. Um, did anything about the teaser surprise you? Okay. So I know I'm on the, the minority. I'm in the minority here. I haven't seen Clone Wars. But was that was the girl with the the red lightsaber? Was she Anakin's Padawan? No, because that was Ahsoka Tana in Clone Wars. Who is okay? So who is that? Who's that girl? Do we know? No, we don't. It's a new character. Oh, okay. Um, the you're talking about the the black the black girl yeah. in the dark in the black uh, uniform or yes. whatever in the red lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she is a member of the Inquisitorius. And the Inquisitorius is the order of force users that Vader has commissioned to help him hunt Jedi. Mm-hmm. If in the teaser, one of the only speaking parts belongs to one of the Inquisitors where he's talking about the Jedi code. And that's the white bald headed um, guy. He's the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. And he shows up in Rebels in season one. In fact, we see him, we see the, the black girl, and then we see a couple of other Inquisitors, too. Um, but I, I think the, the girl is going to be the probably the main antagonist, it sounds like, because she had the most screen time in the teaser. So question, will they explain how the, the Stormtroopers went from more of the Clone War style uh, armor to the white armor? I mean, this would be a good time to do it, right? Well, the clone, they might. Although you could kind of see, you saw, you started Bad Batch, didn't you? No. You didn't? I, I thought you did. did. I thought you were going to. I was going to, but okay. I didn't. They kind of start to show that. Oh. Okay. Not explain it in dialogue per se, but kind of show how the clones um, start to wear the white armor. Basically, it's because the Empire 
it's consolidating. It's cons- it's yeah, consolidating, and they the clones c- colored their uniforms based on sometimes it was the Jedi they served under or the type of unit they were or or um, what type of specialty they had. Um, the Empire got away done, did away with most of the colors in their uh, military equipment and uniforms. So like the Star Destroyers of the Republic, the, the the ships of the Republic Navy all had like red highlights and then the Empire goes to just gray. So same with those, the troopers. They go from having red or blue or what have you to just white. Yeah. But in the Bad Batch, they the clones are on the run, this, the Bad Batch clones, the five of them, and it's... Um, they start to show how the Empire wants to get away from clones and into just conscripts, human conscripts, because they're cheaper. I mean, it's free to con- – well, um, it's just about free to conscript people, but it's really, really expensive to turn out clones. That's about as far as I got in that show. I, I tried to watch, and I don't hate it, but I just – with my kids running around, I just hadn't had time to yeah. really focus on a show and mm-hmm. actually take things in. Right. Um, it seems like from the teaser that I think we'll start off on Tatooine and we'll, s- we'll see kind of what Obi-Wan's been up to for 10 odd years. The Inquisitors come to try to find him, I think, or they come for some other reason. Maybe they don't know he's there. And then at some point, Obi-Wan leaves Tatooine to go to another planet. And it looked like Coruscant. No, nah, it's a different, it's a different planet. I think Entertainment Weekly did a, like, released a few images and had some details about it. It's a different planet, though. It's not Coruscant. But Obi-Wan leaves Tatooine and then deals with some of the Inquisitors on this other planet. What do you think it is that draws him away? I couldn't even tell you. I have, I was kind of thrown back by that, too. I was trying to figure out what that, what that meant. I guess maybe it was, he felt like he has to pursue these people to keep Luke safe. Mm. I don't know. He could be. Yeah, it could be. And we know that Vader's going to show up and duel him again. Do you think that's going to be on Tatooine? I don't think it will because if they, we, however they, when they duel, we know that neither one of them kills the other one. So if Vader knows that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine, why didn't he go back to finish the job? Right? It has to be on a different, yeah. Yeah, I would think it has to be on a different planet. A part of me hopes they, I know they, they're going to because they have to, but I guess cinematically, but it doesn't really make sense for them to duel again because it takes away their meeting in New Hope because it, it makes, to me, it's clear that when they're talking, they're referring to the scene in Revenge of the Sith where they had their last fight and the last time he saw him, he was left to die and then... You know, he said, now I'm the master before I was just alone. But right. Vader's already, you know, the master other than Sidious. Right. So if they fight again, then it takes that first scene of New Hope out of context. Yeah. Like, it won't make Unless, sense Unless, and this is my theory, they are going towards a remake of the old movies. So they're going to, they're already setting in motion for a reboot of four, five, and six. If that's true, how far down the line do you think that is? Three or four years? Well, Ian, Ewan's got to be about 80 years old, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. That's my soft theory. Um, that's your hope. 
That's your wish. That's my new hope, yeah. <laughs> I know that's a very unpopular opinion, probably especially amongst true Star Wars fans, but if they remade them, like, what the guys are doing, like, uh, Mandalorian and all that, that would be awesome. The duel is going to be cool to see, but it's going to be, it has to be anticlimactic, right? Right. Because... Maybe it's like someone's flying away again and Vader's looking at or something. I don't know. Yeah, because it has to end in a draw. So, and you know it has to end in a draw because... They both survive. Yeah. Yeah. Or with minor injuries on both sides or something. Yeah. Well, could this duel... Could this happen before the time jump where uh, Luke is 10 years old or so? Like, technically? Maybe. Yeah. So they could actually... Because Vader goes on a tear after... Right? He goes on a tear after the... Between the... Like the first few years of being yeah. Vader. He's yeah. on Jedi hunting mode for a long time. Right. So maybe they meet that point. But then again, that would take away from you were but the master. I was but the learner mm. and you were the master. Yeah. So. yeah. Speaking of which, have you seen that reimagined version? Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. It's really good. That's amazing. <laughs> they don't have to remake Star Wars. They just need to take that scene from that YouTube video you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Touch it up with some of the CGI with like billion dollar budget <laughs> and then just copy and paste it to where the old lightsaber battle it just elevate that movie from meh to watchable I do think it'll be kind of small scale though and I think the teaser reinforces that I don't think we're going to get any massive battles or anything like that I think um, it's going to be very personal it'll be personal for Obi-Wan yeah there'll be some there'll be some good duels I think but I think we're going to be focused on whatever the Inquisitors are up to and how Obi-Wan has to counter, counteract that maybe it's protecting um, Owen Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru and Luke indirectly or the citizens of Mos Eisley or whatever the case may be but yeah I think it's going to be a pretty contained story like Book of Boba Fett was do you think um, what was it Ezra was he wasn't he the Jedi in in Rebels? Yeah, so he's still alive and Ahsoka's still alive, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they're the reason he gets pulled back in because the show is probably going to be somewhat about those Inquisitors hunting down other Jedi, and yeah. killing them. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's maybe another Jedi goes to Tatooine and it draws them there. I wouldn't be surprised if Ahsoka shows up. In fact, if the two of them like team up, like to fight off Inquisitors together, that'd be really cool. Yeah, and maybe Vader, like maybe Obi Wan's fighting Vader and she's fighting Inquisitors. Yeah, she also has a connection to Vader, so that'd be kind of cool to see them interact. That's too. true, and she duels Vader's and Rebels, so yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but you got to think about the fact that a lot of people are watching the live action. Don't even know anything about the animated aspect, so. right? But it causes whatever they can do things. They can introduce things into the live action show, and then causes people to say, "Oh, I don't need to check out Clone Wars or Rebels right. or whatever." Which is what is probably happening because there's so many characters now from those animated movies coming into the live action that you're going to be like, "Well, who's this? What's the significance of this person?" Right. Uh, I imagine we'll get a full trailer. What's today? Probably April. Yeah, maybe April. Uh, maybe early May. Pretty excited about it. Yeah, yeah pretty excited. That trailer 
made me like, I want this now. Like, <laughs> That's what a good trailer does. Yeah. yeah. And they used the music, that theme song from, was it when du- he was fighting Anakin? Or? Yeah. Uh, no. Duel of the Duel Fates. Fates from, yeah. That was Obi-Wan and Maul. Maul. Right. I wonder if Maul is going to have some kind of role. Because he's still alive. He is still alive at this point. Um, you guys know when Maul dies, right? Yeah. Okay. At Obi-Wan's hands. Um, yeah. So, yes. The part of me wishes now they saved that moment for, for this for live action. Yeah. They may do a live Maybe action version of it. Yeah, but then that would take away from that show's moment. It would take away from Darth. They've been building up Darth Vader, so yeah, it would take away from Vader. It's funny how Kenobi's connected to all these major yeah players. He's the key, yeah. he's the chosen one. So okay, let's take odds on a couple things real quick. Uh, what are the odds? Um, zero to a hundred that Ahsoka shows up. I give that eighty percent. Eighty percent. I don't. I know her her history with Anakin, but I don't know because she was in the other one again, the Boba Fett. Like I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I mean, she's a fan favorite now, so probably shows up. Yeah, I don't. Maybe fifty right now. So I, I would know. say fifty. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a given. Uh, okay, what are the odds that Maul shows up? Since he's so strongly connected, Obi Wan. I might give that a 50%, just because I think he plays a big role in Obi-Wan's lore. I think the show's going to be pretty contained to Tatooine. Mm. I know they showed that. Mm. Uh, obviously, it's not all Tatooine, but I don't see it being a expanded universe type thing where Maul would show up. Well, Maul's a little more than an expanded universe now. but What I mean, like, like going... Planet hopping and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's going to be kind of. I think it's going to be confined to a couple planets. I think there's only six episodes. There is, yeah. So I'm going to guess five of those episodes are going to be on Tatooine. Okay, that'd be my guess. Not counting like shots to other places. I'm saying with Obi Wan being in Tatooine, I'm pretty sure it's going to be mostly Tatooine. Okay, but I could be wrong. So I'm going to say thirty percent for Maul. Okay, wow. Okay, I would go probably ten percent. That's even lower than mine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool to see. Maybe he has like a brief pop-up cameo or something, but I doubt. I don't know. I just kind of, uh, the more I think about it, I think he'll detract. He would detract from the Vader showdown. Okay, so I have one. Okay. Mace Windu. Oh, uh, 5%. Okay. Are they suggesting he's still alive? There's theories, yes. None, nothing that's been acknowledged by any showrunners. Do you think he would show up in Mandalorian before he would like this show? Not necessarily. I think I think Mace has a better chance of being in the Obi Wan because it's so close after the mm-hmm. you know after what happened, and then I think that might set up another ex- later on Mandalorian. Maybe you think they'll find a way to try to make Ahsoka younger looking. Well, they can still use. Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka because she's she doesn't look old. Per no, se. I know, but I'm, she, but she looks like she's well, it's, in her forties or whatever. Oh yeah, thirties or yeah. But uh, Ahsoka at the end of the Clone Wars looked. I mean, she looked a lot older than she did at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Yeah, when she went from her 
12 years old. A preteen, uh, yeah, to, whatever, to, <laughs> to like a, a solid 20-something. or Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think for Mace? What's your guess? As far as I'm concerned, he died, so zero percent. I think they leave themselves room. I, I don't know if this is where they do it, but yeah, I'd say it's pretty low. I mean, it'd be pretty big time because they're bringing everybody, they're bringing the, the A-team back. Yeah. I'm going to say... I mean, it would be amazing. I'm going to say 50%. It would be amazing to see that, but okay. Um, a force ghost of either Yoda or Qui Gon. Qui Gon for sure. Think. Oh yeah, they have yeah. to be Qui Gon. I bet Qui Gon's eighty percent. Yeah, he'll probably show I'll up in the first or second episode. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. I think they'll do it. It's definitely gonna be Liam Neeson too. If it wasn't, then it <laughs> would be the dumbest thing ever. So 75, 80% yeah, on that? Yeah, I'd say 80% for sure. Okay, yeah. Yoda? Mm-hmm. I, uh, Yoda's the Force Ghost. Mm, Four. He's still alive. I'd say that's pretty low. I oh, think. he's in Dagobah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Dagobah. He's alive. Yeah, he's alive at this point. Yeah. So no. So yeah. No Force Ghost. No Force Ghost for Yoda. <laughs> That'd be kind of strange. Yoda in live action? No, I don't think Probably so. Probably not. I, I mean, does Obi-Wan doesn't know where he's going. Where Yoda went? Yeah. I don't think Obi knows. I don't remember if they... Because he just took off with the... He was on uh, Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk when he took No, off. but he and Obi-Wan went back to the temple, remember? And Yoda, That's where he fought and Yoda Sidious. dueled Palpatine. And then no, no, went... no, no. I thought, the, I thought that was... I thought that was afterwards. Because like he, he failed. I thought he was on Kashyyyk and then takes off in that little... No. That was... He was on Kashyyyk. He goes back to Coruscant. He duels Palpatine. He then loses. When, well, does he, when does he take off? Huh? When does he take off? After to... that, he goes to Dagobah. I just literally watched these movies like a week ago. <laughs> wow. I haven't seen them in a few years, but yeah, I, I remember Yoda loses. Well, he quasi loses the duel, and then uh, yeah, it was a draw. But he just lost his position and had to disengage. So. Not to watch Rabbit Trail, but Order sixty six hits. Hits. Oh, I watched and, and uh, watching it again. Yeah, yeah the music and yeah. the, the atmosphere, man. It's, Dark. Any other any other people we think will show up? Tarkin. Tarkin, yeah, 100%. Uh, you think so? Yeah, well, for sure. darn close, yeah. Okay, so when I was comparing CGI Tarkin to from the original series, there's really, like... It's pretty close. They, really, they did a good job. The way Tarkin is in the old movies, like the way he like moves his head and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's almost identical to the CGI. It's like... No wonder I didn't catch it when I first saw it. Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. Han Solo. Well, how much older is Han is than child? Luke? Um, so when they showed uh, in the teaser, Luke, Luke looks like he's about what, 10 years old? Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. So, And Luke has found out when he's what, 16 or 18 or something like that? I think he's supposed to be 18. Yeah. So put Han at you know eight, eight, eight years younger than when we first introduced him. So he's clearly he's alive and doing something. The guy that plays Solo in the other movie, he could play him. I mean, it's been yeah. that much time's passed. Yeah, but so, I'd say it's pretty low. So in the movie Solo, where does that fall in the timeline? I know Maul's still alive because he cameos, but is that early in the Empire? It is early Empire, yeah. But what was it? What would be his role? Just to be like, oh, there's Han. Oh, yeah. my Han. I don't know. He may have a passing. Obi Wan oh, says, yeah, "I mean, maybe he shows up on Tatooine, and Obi Wan is, is, needs to go to this other planet, and uh, Han Solo happens to be there and says, hey, I can take you.' Maybe it's that kind of thing.' But they act like they don't know each other in the 
New Hope, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that'd be really strange. He'd meet him back up again and be like, <laughs> I, I have no recollection like, of you at yeah. all. Of course, <laughs> he has no recollection of R2D2 either. Could have so. been a force deal. You don't know me. Maybe. I don't know you. I'm trying to think of other names. Uh, what's the the elephant, the purple elephant, or the blue elephant? What's his name? The one that plays the piano. M- Max Rebo? Yeah. Zero. <laughs> He'll be in it. Who cares about that? <laughs> Stupid puppet. <laughs> You notice that he survives Jabba Hutt's explosion. You mean, and, I mean the Pike's explosion. Huh? The Pike's explosion. Well, he survives that. Yeah. But he also is on the... Of the sail barge. Yeah. Yeah. He survives yeah. that too. Yeah. Dude's got connections. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, so speaking of which, uh, will we see Jar Jar? Um, no, I don't think so. I, think <laughs> I hope he's Jar Jar. Yeah. Um, he went back to Gungan. <laughs> Gunga City. Oh, here's one. Um, Jabba the Hut. The Hut's around all the time. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. He's absolutely gonna be there. I mean, he won't be probably even a minor character, but he'll he'll make an appearance or something. Yeah. And his fat sister was in the Boba Fett. What his sister was his cousin, I think. I know. I was just joking. <laughs> his fat sister. <laughs> They looked pretty good in Boba Fett. Though. They did. Like, that's the best the huts have ever looked. So I, that's all the names I can think of that would be pertinent. Um, yeah, I think we've covered all covered all the ones that could possibly show up. Okay. Boba Fett may show up. I think we'll see Bail Organa. Bail Organa. Yeah. Um, and with him, Leia. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, maybe maybe a okay a hologram call. Hey, how's Leia doing, or something like that? But okay, I have to say it. The Death Star. Will we see a mention of the Death Star? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a mention. I quit. If we do, I quit the show. But this is still like the Death Star is still being it's being built at built this point. at this point, yeah. yeah, or planned or whatever, yeah. Because the entire movie is Obi Wan trying to figure out how to destroy the Death how Star. To destroy the Death Star. <laughs> That's no moon. We're right. gonna talk about Boba. Book of Boba Fett. Say we've kind of forgot about Boba, just like the show did. <laughs> The book of Boba Fett is kind of take it or leave it for me. Yeah. Um, there was some stuff I liked. I liked all the Mandalorian stuff. That's what I liked. For me, it's just we get to, we see a lot of stuff that I didn't really care about seeing. Same. Like, and I, I, I mean, I don't really. I, not being one so much into comics so much, or, or even a lot of the books, or, or, or even video games. I just don't care that much about Boba Fett. I didn't know what they were trying to accomplish with him. Like, is he a reformed bounty hunter now? Yeah, like, he's a reformed bounty hunter, yeah. I never understood the appeal of Boba, because I've watched the original trilogy, and he's like, he's there. But then his original death scene. Yeah. Um, I would rather see a show about the assassin droid. That's what I'd like to see. IG-88. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even when I saw him in Mandalorian Season 2, and then his own show, Boba just never to me as a character mm-hmm. he seemed he also seemed kind of weak like i mean he did some cool things but then he but as soon as mandalorian showed up it made the show better it was like mandalorian came out the way boba should have came out like he went out swinging mm-hmm. and boba was just too passive like i guess i i would have liked it more if they've i think the first episode should have been him getting out of the sword like pit and then him interacting with the tuscans like make that in the entire first episode, and then after that you move on. You're done with the Tuscans. I just I would every time they pulled away from the modern day thing to back to the Tuscans, 
I just was like, I wanted to skip it. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. care. The Tuscans don't matter to me. They're just... They're cool. I like seeing about the Tuscans, but I, I don't like using flashbacks extended for extended sequences. Yeah, some of them were like the entire episode. Right. Because oh, a flashback is supposed to show you a, a piece of something that happened in the past that informs the present. Yeah. So when you're spending so much time in the past, you're kind of lose sight of the present and you're like, well, this is this has already happened. So why is this? Why are we? Why are we still focusing yeah. so much on the past? Because yeah. as soon as I get invested in the modern storyline, which is what I was into, like when he was trying to build his empire or whatever, I was invested in that. And I think if they kept, if they quit t- cutting away from the Tuscans, they could really focus in on him trying to gain control over the right. Of all the crime lords in the area. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I was confused as to why he thought diplomacy was going to work with these gangsters. Unless he was using brute force like Jabba did. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how I always kind of thought Boba was supposed to be as a character, was a violent brute yeah. well, he villain. Is, he's, yeah, he's very... It was just weird. Yeah. It's it's pretty Disney thing to do, though. Just like the movie, like Corella, they take a villain that's in a the original cartoon, and they just turn her into like an anti-hero. Mm. It, it's Disney has a trouble, even like that Maleficent. There, I never cared for any of the movies, but they took a villain and turned him to a sympathetic anti-hero. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just like Disney's mo. They can't allow a villain to be a villain, mm-hmm. like. They're afraid that we, like, if they did a show about Boba being, you know, this violent gangster type. Yeah, and the only, like, really antagonist in the show, to me, was Cad Bane. Cad Bane, yeah. And he was there for, like, eight seconds. Yeah, they let him be a villain. They let Maul be a villain. I mean, he's not in live action except briefly in Solo, and even then in just holographic form, but... Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have a few, but, like, if they're going to make a story about Cad Bane... Oh, right. They would eventually twist it into him being this guy that you could almost get behind. He got, like, he was punished by the Empire, and he was used yeah. and abused. And... <laughs> no, not Cad Bane's nice all of a sudden, yeah. or nicer. But you can make a hero, you you can make a protagonist that still has, that still uses an excess of violence to accompany, to accomplish yeah, but he doesn't means. Though. Right, he doesn't, yeah. He's so passive. He's just like, like the first major fight scene outside of Tatooine, those guys with the shields. Yeah. Like, he just gets knocked down and, yeah. and uh. Well, he was. They were, he was badly outnumbered. Yeah, but that one, his, what's his, that gal's name? One that's. Fen- Fennec. Fennec. She did all the action sequence stuff while Boba just sort of like laid yeah. around <laughs> in the sand. You know, and you're kind of, you kind of keep robbing. What would make Boba an interesting? Yeah. Like you kind of keep taking that away from making another character. Mm. I, I don't honestly know what they're gonna do. I don't think there'll be any more seasons with Boba. No, I, yeah, I think it was a one and done. He may show up for this or that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as a as his own vehicle, he's one and done. They didn't accomplish it. They didn't. I feel like Disney didn't know what to do with them. There, there was potential for pretty interesting stuff. Like if they had cleared. Doesn't like if you had here's the pikes here's this and each episode was like him dealing with a different organization and trying to boost his empire 
and take all that Tuscan Raider stuff, not all of it out, some of it out. You know, as much as I love the Mandalorian stuff, they need to dedicate his episodes to Boba Fett and build his story and have like a clear cut, like main antagonist. The Pikes were just a faceless kind of organization that he ends up dealing with. Right. Pretty useless. Cad Bane was the face eventually, but have Cad Bane be the main villain, like from the get go, make Mm -hmm. him like the reason Boba's doing a lot of what he's doing. The Pikes were a faceless group. The other creatures were just faceless things that they are fighting. And Cad Bane was the closest thing we got to a final antagonist. But like you said, he came in so late. Unless you've watched all the animated stuff, you only know who he is. Right. Or his significance. Right. And he's not dead either. I don't think so. His ticker thing was still going. Yeah, if they want to bring him back, they can. So that kind of brings me to the, the season finale. And I was underwhelmed by the season finale. There was, just felt, there was, felt off. I actually kind of liked the engagement between him and Cad. I think Cad should have won. Just because I like Cad as a character better than Boba Fett. have been better for if Boba died. But And I thought the Rancor scenes were pretty cool. Rancor was fine. Just wasn't a huge fan of everything else. Well, everything else was just... Like I said, they're fighting this faceless bunch of goons so i want to know like they have the ability to fly why would they stay on ground level yeah they should have had boba in budget slave one yeah why didn't he why did he go get a raincore why did you just get his yeah get your ship it's done those tanks are done the scorpion the scorp scorpnik scorpnik droids or whatever they were yeah he has a really awesome ship with like kinds of explosives and yeah the thermal detonators the yeah, he had to wipe them all out. But yeah. then I guess it would take away the cool Rancor yeah. moment. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he couldn't. He could. It would be hard. I, if if you're bringing the slave one in there to dropping bombs and making strafing runs, you're going to have a lot of collateral damage. I think the Rancor did plenty of that. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but after he got like out of control a little bit. But. Did like Baby Yoda or Grogu. He put that thing to sleep. That was kind of <laughs> cool. That was cool. That's that was the problem. As soon as Mandalorian showed up, I just wanted Mandalorian. Mandalorian showed up and he was killing those dog creatures with the uh, black saber, dark saber, whatever you want to call it. I was like, this is what I want. This is what I wanted from Boba Fett, and I wasn't getting it. This is a lot better show. Yeah, and I'm also invested in Mando as a character. The first season. I enjoyed the first season, but I wasn't invested in the character. Now that I'm, we got two seasons plus all this other, the lore is more interesting to me in that mm-hmm. than anything Boba did. Well, we'll have Mandalorian season three late late, late this year, next year. Do you think it's going to be late this year? Yeah, maybe. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. We got, obviously there's Kenobi, there's the Andor, Cassian Andor show later this year too. Is it is that animated? No, it's live action. And who's that again? He's in Rogue One. He's the guy, the, the oh. male counterpart, Cassian Andor. He was a pr- he's a pretty dark character too. Yeah, like, I mean, Rogue One was a fairly dark for mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yep. Dark. And Bad Batch season two will be not that you guys particularly care, but that'll be later this year. That's the only animated season series that I haven't finished. And I, like I said, I I tried to watch it, and I I keep getting cut off. Like having two kids. If it's not a show that, of course, I'd make time for the live action ones. But right. The animated ones, I just haven't been as committed. Right. 
that I missed so much that I ended up having to rewatch a lot of it, and I just lost interest, to be honest. Just do man of recaps. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> I mean, they're okay as characters, and I liked how they brought Finnick Shan into that series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're they're tying that animated series with the live action, which is cool. So it's it's important to kind of watch them just for that alone. Yeah. It's just way harder for me to get invested in the animated stuff than it is the live action. And I think that's true for a lot of fans. Well, is that it? I think that's all I had to say about that. All right. We're excited about Kenobi. Mm-hmm. We will certainly do an episode about that uh, when that comes out. But we'll, um, hopefully we'll hit you... Hit you again before too long. Um, Topic TBD. Thanks for listening. This is I Have the High Ground. Good night. See you. See ya.